1: Welcome to The Favorites, the Parlay episode. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. I am joined, as I am every Monday, by my favorite people at the Action Network. Jeff Schwartz, eight years in the NFL as an offensive lineman. Paula Duca, ten years in the major leagues, four-time all-star catcher. Fellas, I'm going to explain to people what our goal is each and every week, which is to choose a nine-team parlay looking ahead to the weekend's action in college football in the NFL. This is everybody's first chance to get an early jump on the numbers, and doing this made me money last weekend because Jeff Schwartz was adamant about the Seahawks. I jumped on the Seahawks at seven and a half. I actually bet him twice by accident at seven and a half, and I made significant units we're gonna choose nine teams. We're gonna make twenty thousand dollars. My boys, my brothers. Pauly, I know you had a tough time with the Texans. Do you wanna? <laughs> Jeff's already laughing at you.
2: See that? You want to talk He's about a. It a little bit? He, I already told you. An talk about
1: what Deshaun Watson,
2: Deshaun Watson, did to you. Here's what happened. Okay. This is so like. Here's the thing about Schwartz is such an RA, a rooter against her, is that. He knew I got Houston at the bad number. I had Houston at three and a, a half.
3: I didn't know this. What do you mean you I did, knew it? You did? You're rubbing it in. I like to... I'm I like, on the you, know why, you know why I like to rub it in, Paul, sometimes to, with you is because <laughs> you take it like exactly how I expect you to be every single time. You are like... You get just... I. You know what I like? I like sending a text message to be like, yo, Paul... You're on full tilt and you give me just the best answer. Not not like a like no emojis, no like ignoring me. I get like three paragraphs back from you and I can just feel the <laughs> venom through the text message and that's why I do it. I don't do it to like to mock you, I do it so I get the full poly action when I need it.
2: So I'm at I'm chilling at my girls, watching the game, nothing's happening. This is this debacle is just not going anywhere. So as it as yeah, where, where are you going? I'm getting the time going home i turn on the radio they start driving and then the pass interference with DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone i didn't and didn't see it just now i know the ball's on the 1 yard line i'm literally screaming on el segundo in the 405 get under center put him under center and i hear the guy in the shotgun i'm like this guy is an absolute joke this is a joke this is a joke they run out for blue, lost. Then he goes under center from a quarterback sneak from like the 17 yard line. And then he I mean, like, he should have kicked the field goal at half. I almost ran into the meeting in the 405. Put it that way. It was very close. Around around Lennox or Carson, somewhere in that area. How bad was it, Polly? It was not good. Here's the thing, like I, I texted Schwartz. I had, like, with one guy, with one book, three. And then three I got it to three and a half. And, and it was still the right side. I mean, it was, God, it was awful. It was awful. Dak Prescott's awful. The Cowboys are awful. And Bill O'Brien has no hair on his testicles. Uh,
1: the right side yep, there is, it is the winning side. There so it is. So you didn't have the right side.
2: My dad always did tell me it's not a matter, of, son. You're gonna learn this in the long run. It's not who wins or loses; it's who collects the bets.
3: I had the under in that game, so I was pleasantly surprised with the Texans' play calling. See,
2: see how he rubs it in, Chad? <laughs> see, Chad? That, that was a. I gotta say, <laughs> that's like a. That's like a kidney blow, right? That I got.
1: I feel like i would love for you guys to <laughs> like, are you live together? even
2: laughing <laughs> I, I,
1: I would love for you guys to live together i feel like we hit like we should put me and blackjack fletcher we do the podcast on fridays together in an apartment for like a month and you two should live together in an apartment for a month it would be the greatest reality <laughs> show ever it would be felix and oscar and the odd couple
3: like for it would be hilarious I, I told you this, Chad. We need to we need to get together on a Sunday. You need to get everyone at Action Network together. You need to invite either some some Action Network diehards, you know, some people who follow us, uh, follow everything we do. Invite them over to the office, or wherever we do this at, or webcam, Periscope, something. Just have us sitting there watching all the games with all our tickets in our hands, or whatever you want to do, our phones in our hands, whatever it is, and just watch us react to a whole Sunday of NFL action. No, you don't want it. You
1: know, I'm glad you bring that up, Jeff Schwartz. You know why? You can do that for me by reading Millman's Red Zone Diaries on <laughs> ActionNetwork.com,
2: where I, already I give you, right? Thank it. you,
1: Polly. I give you the yeah. blow-by-blow of what my day is like because but I you're in your, for, But you're in your mansion, though. No one really. You're, you're like that's not. That's a little different. It's very do, emotional. It is. Do you do, can see it. It's emotional. You try balancing, and you can appreciate this. Try balancing being a husband, being a father, trying to lose all your money, and only wanting to sit on the couch for seven hours. Like Jeff, I want you to tell the people, yesterday you had the most adorable picture on Twitter of you taking your four-year-old son Alex to his first ever Carolina Panthers game. Yes. And uh, I'm assuming you told him, son, we need the (laughs) the Panthers to win by seven. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> so because I, was, I went all in on that, I was very hot on the Panthers uh, minus six and a half. It was one of my favorite things I had it on the podcast last week, um, and it was it was so so. My son, yes, first NFL game, first football game. Um, you know, we kind of hyped him up for it a little bit. I'm not sure he was as happy for the football as he was to see, like, the helicopters outside and and uh, Serper, who's the, the Panthers mascot, and and just kind of the festivities of the game. And then we kind of bribed him with a bunch of food, you know, ice cream and popcorn. And that all wore off by like, the middle of the first quarter. And we were going to – I was ready to go whenever. I was told him, I said, dude, when you want to go, you let me know. We got to halftime. He was tired. He still naps three hours a day, especially on the weekends. Dude is tired. I'm like, you want to go? And he goes, no else is leaving. So I said, all right, well, so we stayed, we stayed, we stayed. We get to the, the, the fourth quarter. He's chomping on a big giant pretzel. He's loving life. And I'm watching this game and it was one of the oddest games I've seen in person. Um, and the Panthers were clearly the better team. They, Played sort of that way. They, they played the game like they knew they were better and didn't really want to be there. Uh, they Both quarterbacks threw two terrible, terrible interceptions in, in, in the second half. Uh, the longest touchdown pass of the season for the Giants now belongs to Odell Beckham, who threw a touchdown pass to Saquon Barkley. Uh, the Giants uh, muffed a punt, and, and, and the Panthers scored a touchdown. It was just a very odd game, obviously. We didn't get the cover there. But three and a half minutes are left. It's fourth and one for the Panthers. And... Um, and um, they're up three. Uh, and then we're getting a field goal range off and try to salt the game away. And my son turns to me and goes, Daddy, I want to go now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. And I'm like, um, And my wife's like, All right, take him. So I, we walked out of the stadium on fourth and one with the Panthers <laughs> needing a yard to maybe salt the game away. Luckily, I live close enough to the stadium to where um, I got home in time to watch Gino kick a 63 yard field goal that was good from 70 i mean he he murdered that ball so at least the panthers won that game um the giants like, give them credit but they're just not very good i know they play thursday night um this week at home um but they're just they are there i can't bet on them anymore i just can't i can't bet for them again i bet i think mean, all four of their games this year and i think mean, i'm like oh for four i just i can't do it anymore you live close enough to the stadium that
1: you could leave that game with three minutes left and still be home in time to see Gano kick the game-winning
3: field goal yeah i'm like four minutes i'm like four miles from the stadium i parked right outside the stadium i got like i just paid a lot of money and parked right there and you got a wow you got a four-year-old out of
1: the stadium that fast when you go to the game when you go to the game do as a former nfl player do you get recognized or do people say to you hey you should play for the panthers
3: uh, bunch of Giants fans said hi. They recognized me.
1: Did you play for the Giants? You made him yeah. a note last time uh, the Giants scored more than thirty
3: points.
2: You were playing for them.
3: I was, and then they scored thirty points yesterday. They still lost. Um, <laughs> you know, what's I, a regular I, what,
2: What's a regular football seat to you?
3: So I um, I've been to two games since I retired, I, and I actually had never been to an NFL game before I played at one because in, in Los Angeles, you know, the the teams left in like '94, I think, was the last time an NFL team. Was there when I was when I was a kid. So, um, I've been to two games and I at Panthers games. I get tickets from one of the players, and the Panthers do it kind of interesting. Um, if they can't sell all their wheelchair aisle tickets, they give them to the players. So I actually had really good seats. They were on the forty yard line, the first level, and the wheelchair aisle. So I had leg room. I Everything mean, ready to go. I did not get sideline passes. I tried to get them, uh, but I'll take my son to a Chiefs game next year for my brother, um, and we'll get sideline passes. Uh, and you know, he, I, don't, I don't know if he'll like it or not. Uh, but he, he, I give him credit, man. Like he, he's not terribly into sports. Uh, my daughter loves, like she just loves. Maybe she loves talking about football. She loves talking about it. Um, but I, it was a good, it was a good first outing for him. I was, I was, I was proud of him. I'm excited bribing.
1: for you. That could be a great thing. My kids hate sports. Winning with bribing. Love it. Yes. Pretzels. It's the key. It's the only it's way you can key. get them to do anything.
2: It is true. It is 100% true. You know Throw what we my... should do? Okay.
1: We should pick a nine-team parlay. Let's do it. Jeff Schwartz, I want you to dominate this week. I am feeling so good about what's going to happen with these nine teams. It's almost as if I'm having some deja vu. <laughs> I almost feel like I almost feel like I know which way this is gonna go.
2: Jeff.
0: Should we, we
1: recap first? last week?
2: Or no?
3: Uh, what doesn't matter. Let, let, let me tell you something. Matter. Let's forget it.
2: We
1: didn't win twenty thousand dollars, so what does it matter? It
3: doesn't matter, Paul. Let's just let's move let's move along. All right, so <laughs> Every time we get the email for these lines, it kind of takes a second to look at them and be like, "Oh, this is this, this one looks good. This one looks good." So I think I found one that's that's absolutely fantastic to start us off with. The Bengals at home as a short home favorite, two and a half against the Steelers. The Bengals are four and one, folks. They're four and one. They're the third best record in the NFL right now, behind the Rams and the Chiefs, who are both five and zero. Oh. They play great on defense. They, on offense, they're able to run the ball now. Andy Dalton's doing what he's doing, kind of being the quote unquote game manager. You have, obviously, you got A.J. Green. You got John Ross playing better this year. And the thing about this game that I think is important to me is I get that little hook there, two and a half, but also I know what I'm getting from the Bengals on Sunday. I know the type of effort and the team I'm getting. They were down 17 points to the Dolphins yesterday, came back and won 27 17. Dolphins, by the way, huge frauds all of a sudden. I don't know if I'm here from the Steelers week to week. The Steelers, to me, are too up and down for you to bet on them. I love the Bengals here. Boom.
1: They are so falling into my wheelhouse of short home dog. I mean, short home favorite or home dog. As we've discussed, you can read all about it in (laughs) Millman's Red Zone Diaries, actionnetwork.com. But that's my Mm -hmm. theory, you know? Like, I'm with you, man. It's going to be hard this week. There's a lot of those games, a lot of short home favorites, a lot of home dogs, a lot of teams that are like trash. But this is one where it feels like you're getting that half point of value. Paulie, you can say something, but we're playing this game.
2: No, I I love it. I mean, I had to sweat out the under. I had the under in that game, and the Cincinnati defense made it almost an over because— uh, Miami had the ball in the 15-yard line and took a shot in the end zone because they scored two defensive touchdowns. The second half of that game, I watched the whole second half, their defense was absolutely destroying Ryan Tannehill. He had nowhere to go. Vontae's perfect. I, I, he, he's just an animal. He needs to stay away from his bad hits. Um, he had a couple yesterday penalties. But when he is on the field, they are a different defense, and they are for real and Schwartz, he makes a good point. Like when Andy Dalton, he doesn't make mistakes, you know, like and, and Joe Mixon's been good. I mean, like he has been, he has been really good. Like I, I'm sort of with him. I, I, you hate to always get fooled by the Bengals because they can be fool's gold, but
1: I think they're good. We're not going to be fooled. We're going to be winners.
2: <laughs> Polly, you're up. Okay. So you always talk about getting value in short favorite. And that's the New England Patriots. Minus three against the other Schwartz's Chiefs. He's crazy. This is the time you the need to Duke. fade Pat Mahomes. And the reason why is... Oh my God, that's such a deep sigh from Jeff Schwartz right there. <laughs> I know, he doesn't, he doesn't... He doesn't like this because... This isn't my, and I might be a good side considering he has a good beat on, on the Chiefs. But not only is you
1: know, he an RAer, he's a DSer. He's a yes, deep true. sire. He's like Al Gore in the debates of 2000. Like he can't hide <laughs> his dismay and disgust. It's like the just,
2: problem uh, I have is the Kansas City defense. That, yes. The Kansas City defense. And Blake Bortles had, I mean, listen, he was throwing balls off people's helmets. If he was not making mistakes. Jacksonville was moving the ball, and it was a little scary if you did have Kansas City. But then their defense sort of, you know, they're good against the run. But let me tell you something. Tom Brady's going to throw for about 400 yards, and Pat Mahomes is going to have to deal with that umbrella defense. And I know he's a little bit different than Alex Smith, but I think the value now is going toward, and there's a lot of money on the Kansas City side, which is strange. But we saw that before when there was a lot of money on the Miami side till we found out they were phony, and then New England put them to sleep, um, and then New England put, you know, I think New England's going to put them to sleep this this week, and this is the lowest you're ever going to get in New England at this value.
3: Well, I I've stayed away from taking Chiefs lines just because my brother is obviously playing, and I just I just I feel weird like. Betting on a side now. I love the over here, which is a ton of points. It's at 59 now. Uh, you have the Chiefs' defense. And look, the Jaguars have an awful job of exploiting their defense. They threw for, they threw 61 times. The Chiefs are giving up five and a half yards of carry. And Jacksonville is one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. Only rushed the ball, uh, I believe, like 13 times with their running backs. Atrocious. New England will not make the same mistakes. But on the, on the flip side, New England's defense cannot rush the passer. They cannot do it. And I, I get it, Paul. You want to sit back and play that 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 deep coverage, the you know the drop eight, rush three, or maybe you you know you sit in a in, in a cover two look out of a, out of a four down front. But um, that's when Mahomes has been has been his best. The first first three weeks of the year, teams are not pressuring the Chiefs, and he's been able to throw the ball around, find the holes in, in the seams uh, of that zone. And then you had Denver and you had Jacksonville try to blitz him a little bit. And, and yesterday was run all over the place, making plays. Um, I, the, you're, you're right about the value of getting New England. You're very rarely going to get them as a three-point favorite at home. Uh, I like the over here, but I, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing that the value here is with New England. Can I say something? Yes. We're going to go with New England here
1: because I think Paulie's right. The right side here is New England. You're getting them at a very short number. If you can get New England at minus three at home. Uh, a wise man once said, on a television show called Sports Center, you don't make money betting against Bill Belichick as less than a touchdown favorite as at home. That wise man was Chad Millman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we can we have we didn't have a side action on this podcast. How many times Chad mentions he went on Sports Center? Yeah. By the way, we me have a prop on that every every week.
2: How many how many NFL games I got to research how many NFL games have gotten to 60 as the total
1: Well that's going to be my broader point other than humble bragging is let's go with New England and my pick is going to be on the total in this game but now it's at 59
3: Yeah I feel like we should take the under So I Tried that this week. I took the under the Falcons Steelers and the just Fal- and, and it's just sort of a, a late touch on to to get over. But I I don't. Now I personally bet the over because why not? But I personally <laughs> think the under is probably. If you look at, at you know, there's 85 percent of the publics on the over right now. I feel like the under is going to end up being the 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 sharp play.
2: Yeah, yeah, it it is. you know the, yeah, because Belichick's going to probably play that.
3: Dude, I think you're underestimating fields. this that that the zone thing, dude. Like Mahomes if if you send a zone, he will pick them apart. I, mean, I what, know, but you New, New, New England's going is is to pick
2: that de- Brady um, Brady will destroy that defense.
3: What New England's yeah. going to do, Market town right now, they're going to run the football and they're going to eat they're going to shorten the game up and not allow Mahomes to have as many opportunities. And that's and that's the problem with the Chiefs eventually at some point is it's going to happen in the playoffs. I already I can already feel it is when your defense is that bad, it forces your offense to have to be perfect on every single possession. I've been on the team. In 2015, our Giants, we were 32nd in defense. I lost the game in, in, in the Superdome 52-49. to 49. Like you, you, It's hard on offense to have to be perfect, and at leads to mistakes, and eventually it's going to cost them. It might be this game. It, it, it might be the game where New England just moves the ball at will on Kansas City. They run the ball. They shorten the game up. Instead of getting, let's say, eight possessions or nine possessions, the Chiefs get seven possessions. And they have to be perfect on all seven. It, that's hard to do. It's hard on offense to have to do that every single week. Under. <laughs> Boom. We got three picks. We got three picks. I feel good about these three. Me too. I like them. I like them a lot. We still haven't got to Paul's crazy college pick yet. So We haven't even gotten we're, to we're like any
1: college picks yet.
3: We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. I Jeff, you're like. up next. All right. Give me Oakland plus three at home against the Seahawks. We've seen home underdogs have had a, a great start to the season. We saw Buffalo, obviously. We saw Philly two weeks ago uh, go into Tennessee and lose that game as, as as Tennessee was a home dog. We saw even Seattle last week, the game we talked to the start about. Here's the thing with Oakland. Um, they, they are a very sporadic team, but offensively, while Carr has struggled, they're starting to kind of get things together. Yeah, Sunday was a, was a setback in, in Los Angeles. I think they will bounce back from that. They're back at home now. Um, you have a Seattle team who played well in Arizona, well enough two weeks ago and won. They kind of played the best game they might play as far as their entire team in one game and lost to the Rams. I think they're going to feel a little bit deflated, come into Oakland. Oakland's needing a win. They're one and four, kind of back against the wall. I don't really like John Gruden or what he's done, and, and this is kind of against my idea of fading the Raiders all year, but home dog getting three points I just and Seattle's going on the road again in Oakland they don't play well on the road. I think Oakland Oakland covers this game. Hmm.
1: look I am gonna go with a home dog uh, as is my theory but I will tell you this I don't think Derek is a very good quarterback in fact, I think he's kind of a bad quarterback in a good quarterbacks contract based on one decent year. I've watched a lot of these Oakland games. He can't throw yeah. the ball downfield. He throws a freaking balloon if it goes Doesn't more than the, 40 yards. He, Jared like, Cook every down. It's
2: the, He's not good.
1: It's not good, Jeff. <laughs> What's, I'm going with you. I'm going to be why, with you,
2: but it's not good. Why does everybody go in the shotgun from the one-yard line? It's been. Oh, I, I will so give scary. this one. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch ate his helmet again. uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh like I don't I don't get it like the play calling has not been great so like there's been a couple games and they, they did beat the Browns at home though right that was a giant
3: score yeah oh, that was God. a miracle that was a miracle the refs can help that I'll tell you about I the actually what, car What's...
2: they gotta start running the football no
3: yeah, their offensive line is much better. They need to run the football. I mean, look, here's the deal with offensive coordinators, especially a guy like John Gruden. So I played with that in this West Coast branch with Andy Reid. And goes, they love to pass the ball. They all love to pass the ball. OCs get paid to pass the football. They don't get paid to run the football. They want to throw as much as possible. I agree, they should be running the football more. The thing about Carr, it's really interesting, Chad, that you brought up the, how he struggled. Him and Mariota were kind of on their way to being the next kind of set of quarterbacks to excel in the NFL, especially young quarterbacks. They both broke their leg on the same day. It would have been in 2016. And they have both not been the same quarterback since then. And it's odd. I mean, the injury they had, I had the same injury, you know, for a quarterback like that, they, they're, they they should be fine, but they both look like their confidence is shot. They're not throwing the deep ball well anymore. It's, it's very odd to me how they both have just not been the same guy since that injury in 2016.
1: Hey, You know what we should do? We should get a pool going on how often Jeff Schwartz can say, I had that injury.
3: You, that would be very often because I've been very injured. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're just salty because of the Sports Center column. I mean, it's okay. I mean, we only got two references so far today. Someone say okay. Sports Center? I was on Sports Center on Sunday. And there's probably um, three in your column. I haven't read it yet because i am been being prepared for our podcast.
2: I read
1: his column is that, is this, like three times. Is this what preparation looks like?
3: <laughs> this is, yes.
1: Uh, are we on
2: Oakland plus 3? Yes. All right, Polly. Yes. Do it, baby. I was on SportsCenter when Chris Berman called me Paul, Livin' La Vida, Loduca. That's amazing. You um, both
1: have been on SportsCenter for real yes. reasons.
2: I have never been.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure there was a highlight where you were on SportsCenter. Yeah, Center.
3: O'Dell, when O'Dell caught that pass, I was the first one down there to there green go. There you go.
1: Yeah. That That is like one of the most amazing things ever. Yeah, yes. Huh. Laduka, what is the best yeah. highlight you've ever it, been on SportsCenter for?
2: Oh, when I made the catch in the dugout for the Dodgers. or uh, Yeah, just because it's Vin. It's like the top, I think it's top 39. or It's 39 or top 50 of all time. So I'm in that area. Wow. I, it's just like Vin, Vin Scully. Oh, he's the best. His voice. It just makes it, I can, it's been viewed, I don't know how many times, probably like 4,500 times. And I'm I, I've, on YouTube, I've probably viewed it 4,400. So the other hundred people that have viewed it probably love Vince's voice too, but uh, he just makes it so much better. 4,500 isn't and, you that you know, many. It's not that the many, best play, day of my life, and it's probably more than that, okay. Um, the best day of my life is when my, I'm not gonna lie to you, my bobblehead came out, right? And I had a bobblehead day, and my nephew said, Uncle Polly is a toy. <laughs> and I like that, it, the, that sort of hit me like I made it. No exaggeration. Because you, you, you're always, your mindset when you get to the big leagues, is, it, 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 everybody always tells you it's easier to get there than it is to stay. And it's hard as heck to get there. So your mindset is always like, I got somebody behind me. You know, I got somebody hungry. I had David Ross behind wow. me. I had Russell Martin behind me. Those guys were all behind me. So I was like, you know, mind, mindset, mindset. And then it was like, oh, I can relax. I was a two time all-star. I'm here. No You're seating 20, me. You know,
3: 27,000 views Paul. Oh, 27, Don't short yourself. It's a great catch. No, I'm just saying you can't make that catch anymore. Well, because well, yeah, because they don't have that foul ground at Dodger Stadium anymore, and is that Guillermo Mota pitching?
2: You sure you can beat me in a forty? You see those wheels, Schwartzy? I just have longer legs than you. Pretty good like, wheels. Like I, heard.
3: like I, like I kind of made that play standing up.
2: By the way, if we did live together, it'd be like the we'd we'd be like twins.
0: Schwarzenegger twins. and Devito. It
1: would be so funny. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Paul, what's your pick, man?
2: Okay, college football. Now you want, you know, you wanted me to go there. Million. I monster. did, I did. Okay. <laughs> Pack twelve. Oh boy. Off a of bye week, USC Trojans minus seven against the Colorado Buffaloes. Book it. That number Colorado, feels high. You know why? That's why I like this play because when I looked at this number, I'm like, wow, this is high. Colorado five and zero, oh, three and two. USC. And you know everybody thought, okay, USC struggling obviously with JT Daniels, a kid that enrolled early. We know now Texas is pretty good, beating Oklahoma yesterday. They ride the ship against Washington State. It was sort of his coming out party. Um, they went to U of A, beat U of A, and, and Colorado is five and zero and. Two of their wins are against Nebraska UC- and UCLA, both winless teams. So, you know, they they are the phoniest 5-0. and And um, I think off the bye week, two gives Daniels another week to prepare. And I think a lot of people undersell Clay Hilton and how good of a coach he really is and what he's done. And I think he's turned the ship around. And I think it's time for Colorado to get blasted.
1: There's the deep sigh. There's the DSer right there. Wow.
2: I mean, R.A. or de He's a Pac-12 homo- median median. final.
3: I think it's seven. It's probably a good play. I do think that, you know, during this week, Colorado, uh, they played ASU. They beat them. If you combine the first four opponents, they only had one, one win. Um, and look, they beat Nebraska when Martinez was still healthy in Nebraska. So that's obviously a big win. UCLA is really, really bad. So uh, that, that's a game they had to win. I just think Colorado has an opportunity um, to – with the quarterback they have and then with Chenault, the wide receiver, they can make plays. And that just does worry me with a with number this big. But USC is more talented than Colorado. They are much more talented than Colorado. So if JT Daniels can keep improving, USC on paper should blow out Colorado – um and so i'm not i I think it's seven it's a good it's a good play anything more than seven i'd say probably have to lean towards colorado feels like a challenge no because it depends a challenge we can we've been over this many times challenge has to be two people and so it's chad you are the deciding vote on this what what is your what is your you you have to trust the right and oh it's pato after dark too oh Oh, man. never know what happens in those games.
2: Well, here's
1: my problem. Chad,
3: what do you think about the Colorado
2: defense? <laughs> yeah, Here's my problem. That's
3: why Chad's expert at it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've watched uh, not a single minute of USC, not a single minute of Colorado. I can't stay up past 10 o'clock. So how am I supposed to weigh in with expertise on this pick?
3: You know what we, I'm going to do. Trust Paul. Paul. Paul comes in hot with his college takes. I know he's driving the 405. He's thinking about how he's going to make these picks and that. That I did. I did that, my, that breeze, my one layup that, this that week was annoying. Ocean breeze Illinois. just hits him in the face. He's like USC. I know USC. So I. am kind of. I can roll with Paul here. Well, it's like listen. You both
1: played in the Pac-12. You both follow the but I'm league it, uh, aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jeff still covers it. I do. You know, he's got a radio show on Sirius about the Pac-12. But the flip side, if I can do some deductions here, Paul LaDuca, as crazy as he sounds most of the time, does a lot of work on college football. Yes. He loves college football. He watches college football. He handicaps college football. I'm going with LaDuca. Ring it up. Jeff, you're up next. No, I'm up next. You're up. I'm up next. Short, home, favorite. Give me the Washington Redskins minus two at home against the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers do not deserve to be less than a field goal favorite on the road, less than a field goal dog on the road to anybody. Skins are getting undervalued here. Like people still have animus against Alex Smith, they aren't recognizing that this defense is still pretty good. Um, tonight is going to be a key game. We'll see him play the Saints. This line might move in either direction. So you know, I'm taking a risk here. Give me the Washingtonians minus two over the Panthers.
3: I really like this pick uh, for a couple of reasons. You mentioned Alex Smith. Boo. All the guy does. Is win in the regular season. That's all he does. Huh. It's not a playoff game we're picking. We're picking a regular season game. Um, and, you know, I live in Charlotte. I, I see the Panthers play often. And I don't know what to make of them week to week. And so I get a team that I know to what to expect from Washington. I know what Alex Smith is going to bring every single game. No, it might not be his best game, but I know I know he's going to bring it. The Panthers, to me, are kind of all over the place. Their center, Ryan Cleel has got injured. I don't know if he's going to play uh, much this week. Thomas Davis is back from suspension. He's going to be a little bit out of it. Greg Olson may or may not be back. I just feel like you get Washington, his undervalued defense, really good defensive line with Alex Smith. That run game, uh, his wide receivers are healthy now. I think it's a great pick.
2: I like the boldness of it. Because they haven't even played yet on Monday night, that's why you're the million monster. They, that's why you can reference yourself. That's why you're on ESPN.
1: Fortune favors the
3: bold, my friends. What? What? <laughs> it, it, seriously, though, like, would it matter to you at all how the game is tonight? Like, I don't think that would no. matter. Isn't it week no. to week? Just every week is yeah. different, right? So you can't really.
1: It. It don't. The.
3: It, the I don't change. care about. I don't care about the
1: the play tonight. I only care about how it will impact the line. Am I getting the best Correct. of the number right now? Like, if the skins do something great, I'm totally getting the best of the number. If the skins tank, I'd still be on the skins next week, um, but the line might move. And so that's sort of why I haven't bet it yet. I just don't know if I'm getting the best of it. Right. No, that makes sense.
3: All Jeff, right. you am up. up. I'm up. All right. We're going back to Pac-12. I'm an Oregon duck. Paulie is a Sun Devil. Oregon plays the Washington Huskies this week it's the biggest home game Oregon has had well you could say since Stanford two weeks ago but really in in a long while Washington is our number one hated rival people might say Oregon State but that's like our stepsister man it's like they they don't really compete (laughs) Washington competes with us we beat them 12 years in a row we've now lost the last two years last time this game was played in Oregon Washington beat us 70 to 21 so there's some revenge factor here I get three and a half points for the Oregon Ducks a team off a bye a team with the better quarterback, a team with the better offensive line right now, a team that that knows that they are better than they played against Stanford in the fourth quarter, knows that if they win this game, if they beat Washington, they have a legit chance to win the Pac-12 North and to win the conference and maybe outside chance to represent the conference in the playoff as well. You have Washington. Now, I... I Called their poor performance against UCLA. It made sense. Kind of a down week. The Bruins aren't very good after playing BYU going to Oregon. I think right now Washington's offense is just too bland and boring. They have to score a lot of points to compete against Oregon. Washington's defense is very good, but I think Oregon can eat them up. So I like Oregon here, plus to three and a half at home against their rival, the Huskies. Love it. I mean, I almost use this.
2: Ah, uh... And the fact that you're you. homering this makes me want to play this even more. <laughs> uh, that's why I homer the ASU o- Oregon State pick. When you have a beat, you don't really want to play. I, I you hate playing your 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 teams or betting your own teams. I or, don't
3: like it. But you, I don't.
2: That. And I played them because I knew Arizona Oregon State's awful. And in in this situation. Jake Browning just doesn't seem – he seems tentative. Chris Peterson seems tentative. Oregon is very good. And, like, for not – just for, like, four minutes of this – of, like, whatever happened at the end of the Stanford game, four minutes of their their season, they are a better team. You look at them statistically. They're the top 25 on offense and defense. They got a better defense than you think. And, like, Washington does not – I, the wow factor is not there for me. Oregon's way more explosive. The more, more explosive play is going to happen on the Oregon side. I, I called it, I was talking to Dan Rubenstein about this, who's an Oregon duck uh, too as well. And he, he just, there's no explosives, uh, anything on the, that side. Washington. Well, Oregon has it, you know, Washington's got to grind away thirds and threes. And I just see Oregon beating them. I do. Dan Rubenstein,
1: contributor to I'll Take That Bet, host of this solid verbal podcast. Very talented college football analyst. Um, Look, look. The only teams I've watched less of than USC and Colorado might be Oregon and Washington.
3: <laughs> well, you're lucky, Chad, this week, because the game is at 3.30. Um, is it really? 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I'm oh, shocked. Yeah. I, I couldn't be. I told my wife the other day on Saturday. So she knows that Sundays after like 1 o'clock is my time, right? And even though it's still my time, I still watch the kids and do everything else. I just like keep an eye on football. My kids take long naps. So they're not even up to like 3.45 anyways. I told her last Saturday we're in bed and I rolled over. I said well, I didn't really roll over. I would crush her if I rolled over. But I turned, <laughs> I turned, and I said I said just letting you know Saturday at three thirty I'm I'm not around. Like I'm just not gonna pay attention to life. She she's like okay, but what are you gonna give up Sunday? I said nothing. So I'm just not, I'm not giving up Sunday. I'm just telling you right now. So just plan. We can get a sitter. Whatever you want to do, you know you you want some family to come over and help you watch the kids. Like I just I'm not. Going to watch the kids. I'm going to watch Oregon and Washington play in my man cave quietly. Well, there's no. I have two young kids. Semi quietly, and I'm going to watch this game. Schwartz, you can I ask you a question. Yes. You win that game. Like, say it was a 3:30 game, and you won
2: that game. How would that party be that night in Oregon?
3: Oh man. Uh, so it's like two bars in, in Oregon. Um, they both be pretty exciting. um God, college parties, wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, Taylor's would be lit, as the young kids say. (laughs) Lit. That's basically the one bar, Taylor's.
2: Do your kids say lit when you win games in Millie Monster? My
1: kids, uh, everything I do embarrasses them. (laughs) So yesterday, uh, from 11.30 to 12, I said to my kids, let's get off screens, let's hang out, let's spend some time together just chilling, talking, whatever. So we were in our uh, lounge. My sons are 15 and 12, about to be 12. The younger one, and we're just sitting in like their, you know, their their playroom where they have their video games set up and whatever. And my older kid says something like, "Oh, Dad, that's insane," and I go into "Insane in the membrane, insane in the membrane," <laughs> and he goes, "No." I go, "What?" He goes, "No, don't do that." I go, "What do you mean?" He goes. He goes, that's awful. I don't want you to ever do that again. And I go, I can't be embarrassing you. I'm not in front of anybody you know. None of your friends are here. Like, I am just (laughs) doing like a song from the 90s based on a word you just said. And he goes, I don't like it. I don't want you talking. Never do it again. And uh, I, I get that a lot. I get that a lot at home. I get that a lot of, Dad, you're annoying. Stop talking. Um, which is why I have to get it all out with you guys because that's what happens. How do we get to that? Here's the, Here, here's the thing. Here's uh, the thing. At the at the uh, at, at the end of the day, I was telling my wife that story, and and I said, Zach goes, "It's insane," and she goes, "Insane in the membrane." <laughs> I go,
3: "Yes." Winner.
1: Somebody got it.
3: Yeah these yeah. these kids nowadays just no appreciation for the past
1: no appreciation for history
3: I'm sure every generation said that but yes these kids are the worst i wasn't even
1: embarrassing him there was no one there paulie you're up okay back to
2: the nfl um we were talking about I, this is, might be the 405 play but we might be calling this the four oh five play but i'm starting to think sh- that sean mcdermott's the best coach in the league hammer time 9 and 7. Love it. Last year, basically with Tyrod Taylor. And that's, that's, that's throwing Nathan Peterman out there when he threw the five picks. So basically, 9 yeah. and 6. And, yep. and they went to the playoffs with the world. I don't know how this guy is winning games. Yeah. And then he wins a grind out game with, with Tennessee. Although Mariota dropped the ball in the breadbasket, and,
3: and, and probably Schwartz texted everybody because he had the Bills in the money line after the guy dropped it. I did. That was also – I was at the game yesterday, but, yes, also very accurate. I did have the bills on the money line. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, But eight and a half points,
2: I mean, when you look at the Texans, they just don't – they're a herd animal. They're a horse. They're a herd animal. Okay? That's who they are. You watched that game last night. Bill O'Brien is so scared to lose his job. He's so scared of his own shadow. He beat them by three. He beats Indianapolis by three. The Giants won by five. The, 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 the opening game against New England, they were never in the game. They were, oh, let's just lose by seven. Let's just lose. It's just like he just is like, let's just lose a little bit by this. Let's win a little bit like that because I won't get fired. What voice is I that? I used to work for – I don't know. It must be a voice just, where he thinks creepy. he's Bill Belichick and he thinks he has Tom Brady and he can line a quarterback up nine out of ten times in the shotgun from the one-yard line. It's not Tom Brady. It's Deshaun Watson.
3: I'm never going to look at Bill O'Brien the same after that, after that, uh, whatever voice you just did. I can't look at, that. I can't look at his little chin. He did not get way. a
2: yard 14 times last night.
3: It was, nine, it was nine times inside the five, by the way. What other times on,
2: on third and one did he have to punch, was he? Like 14 I'm
3: saying, times. I'm saying I, I charted it out for nine times inside the five. No, 10, because they got stopped fourth down. That the happen. They, they, they had nine offensive plays if you don't count the field goals. Oh, God. We got it, Paulie. Got you, man. His not very good.
1: I love this Bills defense. I mean, look, very good. Josh Allen. There, there's like, how's McDermott doing it? Tell he's me. not very
3: good. Yes, just there's say a masquerade it. Just going on.
1: Josh Allen is awful. How, Jeff, how many, how many yards did he throw for last week? Eighty-two on Sunday. 82 yards on Sunday. He was nine for 18 for 82. I'll do, I will give you this. He has, he, he has a <laughs>
2: knack to use his feet here and there. Uh, he, he, we'll that give you that. Make
3: you. that doesn't make you good quarterback. Everyone's always like, oh, his feet. Oh my. Like you. Like like. Drew no, Priestley. I'm not saying the guy's a, a good
2: quarterback. I'm like, saying Priestley he can stay going, within eight and a
3: half points. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about. No, I think that's great for covering a game. I because I agree because if if you know if they get down 14 and they're driving down to to score late in the game, he can use his legs. I get all that. That's fair. But I'm saying, Bills fans that, all, that constantly try to tweet at me about how great Josh Allen is, keep telling me that he runs, a, he can run with the football. But that doesn't make you a good quarterback. That, that just is it's something. He was ten for nineteen, by the way. That that doesn't make you a great quarterback. <laughs> Drew Brees tonight is going to, to probably break the passing record tonight. Unreal. They don't say, oh, what, what a great runner Drew Brees. They say, oh, he's a great passer. That's what you do, at quarterback. You pass the football. Sorry, George, your multitasking is unreal. How do you? It is? In mid-rant. in mid, in
2: mid rant. you like 10 for 19, by the way.
3: Oh, because I, I do radio all day. This is like I, I got to do 15 hours of radio a week, man. I'm a Pac-12. I, for some days you got you to do two things at once. Keep your mind Paul, going. Paul, Jeff is playing a different game than you and I are.
1: We're like <laughs> amateur podcasters, and he does this as like, honestly, he might be doing this in his
3: sleep right now. <laughs> i'm gonna i will be sleeping fairly soon but he um, honestly no, may I, be doing this in his sleep i got like so so far to, since we've been doing this i got my twitter up i'm checking i'm waiting for this line to, to post for central florida memphis I, i'm refreshing the action network app i put an alert on there so this line pops up i'm on my various websites looking hoping the line pops so i won't take it over really badly um and i just yeah multitask i wrote an email or two you can do it all I'm I'm trying to think of more ways to
1: embarrass my kid. He's got a bunch of friends downstairs. And as soon as we're done with this, I'm walking down. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, anybody want some orange slices? We <laughs> <You> should fully <please laughs> do is that. This, is this halftime of the Could, soccer game? Listen, should we get to the last game? Not really. You're, you're driving the boat. Yeah, please. <sighs> Schwartz is disgusted by us, LaDuca. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tennessee plus two and a half hosting Baltimore. Guys. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. This team is undervalued every single week, except for last week when we all had the Bills to beat or cover against the Tennessee Titans. This is a really good defense. I am unimpressed by the Ravens. I think they're one-dimensional on offense. I think they can be vulnerable on defense. Um, I like the Tennessee
3: Titans. Plus two and a half. I like this Let pick it. as well. I mean, we we talk about home dogs, and 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 you're right about the Titans. They, they've, besides the, well, really everything, every game, right? They've besides the first week of the season, they've kind of ugly these games up. And I think when you have a when you have a team that uglies the game up, that basically means they play solid defense and offensively they just do enough to like not score enough points, but kind of pin teams deep and 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 punt from their own their own side of the field, things like that. I like the points here. You mentioned Baltimore, good on defense. Don't get me wrong, they're great on defense. But they don't run the football anymore. Like that's not the Baltimore that that we, you know, I grew up watching. Right? They used to be able to run the football whenever they wanted, and so I think that's a big part of this. And that's why I think the points at home. I think it's a great call here. I love it. Love the pick. Love it.
2: I'm a big Vrabe's fan. Follows me on Twitter. Uh, I like I said earlier, for not for the the drop pass, they win the game. <clears throat> In I'm not even going to dispute it because he's on my email pick list. I sat with him at a derby. He loves to play the ponies. I love the guy. He's a gambler. And I think as a coach, a guy like that, that that gambles a little bit on the side, <laughs> makes a good coach. So um, I've always liked Mike. I always thought he'd make a good uh, head coach. Did we and just break some
3: news on our podcast? Yeah,
2: he likes so to play the did. ponies. Him and Welker, they used to go all the time and ask for Brady the picks goes, too. All those pictures, yeah, pitchers, they all guys go. go. Yeah, but but, but Vrabel and in in Welker play actually play. Vrabel actually was passing out. I mean, uh, Welker actually, um, at Churchill Downs hit big, and uh, was handing out hundreds to people.
1: I like hundreds. Can't hide money, man. It was
2: yeah, you can't. It was, and then Churchill came out and said that they overpaid him for the bet. was pretty <laughs> no. crazy. No. Yeah, it's a true story. Like, if you look at it, and then they asked him for his money back. and They asked for the money back. I don't know if whatever happened to that, but he was literally, he hit a big race, and then they showed him, like, literally, like, you know, throwing hundreds that are out in the crowd. People were like, ah, and he was drunk and having a good time. And then they came out and said they overpaid him because he was sitting in a certain room with a teller, this and that. And I don't know if he had ever had to give him the money back. But, yeah, it's a true story. Listen, Jeff, at this point you're supposed to say, guys, we got to go. I am let's wrap it up let's go
1: let's wrap it up here we go these are our nine teams for our $20,000 parlay Cincinnati minus two and a half versus Pittsburgh Bing New England minus three versus Kansas City with New England under 59 that's the sharp side Oakland plus three versus Seattle USC minus seven versus Colorado the Washingtonian Redskins minus two versus Carolina Panthers Oregon, plus three and a half versus Washington, also known as the game that will break Jeff Schwartz's marriage. Buffalo, (laughs) plus eight and a half. I already forgot who they're playing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Houston. Oh, Houston. Buffalo, plus eight and a half against Houston. Tennessee, plus two and a half against Baltimore. Folks, this has been the favorites, the parlay episode. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on radio.com. Go rate, review, and subscribe. For Paul LaDuca and Jeff Schwartz, I'm Chad Millman of the Action Network. Talk to you Wednesday.